Hello and welcome to the Property Investing Australia podcast, where we'll be covering the right way to invest in property without taking the unnecessary risks, how to manage your money, and how to build the right mindset so that you can achieve your financial and wealth building goals. I'm your host, Nero Dambi Pillay. The Reserve Bank of Australia has increased interest rates again on Melbourne Cup Day. What does that mean for property prices? Well, that's exactly what I'll cover in this video. In particular, I'm gonna go through five things. Number one, what the interest rate rise actually means for mortgage holders with actual specifics. Number two, what the headlines are likely to talk about and what that impact will be on sellers, which is something almost everyone forgets in their analysis. Number three, the university study that proves that interest rates are no longer the biggest factor that determines what happens to property prices, it's actually this far more scarier situation. Number four, the group that will be most affected by these interest rate rises and what it means for you if you're looking at buying an investment property. And finally, number five, the key criteria you need to look at when trying to work out what will happen to property prices in the suburb that you're targeting. So we've got a lot to cover today. Let's get started. Hi, it's Nero here. I'm a buyer's agent who helps property investors. And it's true, the RBA has increased interest rates. And what that means is you're gonna to start to see a lot of scary headlines. No doubt about it, there will be people who are in mortgage stress who are going to be in more difficulty as a result of this rate rise. But let's have a look at some specifics. The interest rate rise of 0.25%. What does that actually mean? Well, as you can see from this table, it essentially means that for every $100,000 worth of mortgage debt you have, on average, your interest costs will go up $15 or $16. The exact amount will of course be determined by your interest rate, but you can use 15 or 16 bucks as an average. Now, as you can see in this next chart, the average mortgage size in Australia differs by state. Tasmania has the lowest at under 500,000, New South Wales, not surprising, the highest at over 700,000. But the average mortgage size across Australia as of July this year was just under $600,000. So what that means is that for the average mortgage holder, their monthly repayments will rise by about $90, or three bucks a day. Now, if someone has a mortgage of about a million dollars, then that means that their monthly repayments will rise by around $160 per month, or $5.20 a day, which is essentially the cost of a cheap coffee at Starbucks. Now I know that some mortgage holders in Sydney and Melbourne have mortgages that are much bigger than this, and I'll come to that in a moment, but hopefully you can see that for most people who have a mortgage of under a million dollars, the average mortgage size again being $600,000 around the country, this latest rate rise isn't really going to have a huge impact. It's not as if they're gonna to have to now fire sell their properties just because they've got to find an extra $3 a day or $5.20 per day. But of course, that's not what you're gonna see in the mainstream media. You're gonna see lots of headlines talking about people in mortgage stress, people really struggling to pay off their mortgages. You're going to see a lot of bad news and scary stuff in the media. And this is gonna affect sellers in quite an unexpected way. You see, because according to the latest census, 30% of people who own their home do so with zero mortgage. That means that they are unaffected by interest rate movements because they have no debt on their home. So therefore, when some of these people are looking to sell their property, what they're looking for is really, 
when is the best time for them to sell to get the highest price possible. And so when these sellers start to see headlines about, oh, there could be some uncertainty in the property market, the odds are they're gonna reconsider their selling decision. Especially now as we're getting closer and closer to Christmas, I expect that you're gonna see many of these sellers start to see, well, let's just put this off a little bit. Maybe we'll put the property onto the market in 2024 rather than going now. This is gonna actually decrease listings, especially from homeowners who, as I said, have no mortgage. Now, the number of listings in Australia right now is already below our five-year average, and our population is growing faster than, than it ever has before. So if you have sellers now pulling back on listings or choosing to delay when they put properties onto the market, that's gonna further reduce the number of properties we have on the market. But then of course, you might hear that people will say, oh, but don't worry about them, it's the people who do have mortgages. They're now going to be stressed out on their mortgages and they're gonna to have to fire sell and you're gonna get yourself a bargain, okay? Now I've already shown you how most mortgage holders with a mortgage of a million dollars or less aren't gonna be in that position. So you're looking at then potentially mortgage holders with mortgages above a million bucks. But then have a look at this particular chart, which shows you that distressed sales are actually on their way down as of July of this year. Now remember, at July of this year, we'd had a number of interest rate rises. Interest rates had gone from 0.1%, at least the RBA rate, from 0.1% up to over 4%. And yet distressed sales are actually on their way down. This clearly shows that most mortgage holders have the ability to sustain these higher rate rises either directly or by working with their bank. So I don't expect that you're going to see an increase in distress sales in most areas. In some areas you will. I'll come back to that in just a moment. And the third thing to consider is that look at what's happened to property prices in most areas around the country. For example, look at Brisbane, Adelaide and Perth. Property prices there are higher today than there were 18 months ago. So in other words, when the RBA's rate reached 4.1%, so before this latest rate rise, property prices were actually higher than when interest rates were down at 0.1%. How can that be? Well, it certainly then shows that the argument that, oh, just because rates rise, property prices are going to fall is a very flawed argument. You may see a temporary fall when interest rates rise significantly and quickly, like we saw in 2022, but long-term property prices seem to almost ignore what's happening to interest rates, right? You can't ignore the evidence. The evidence clearly shows that property prices have risen in the face of increasing interest rates. Why? Well, this university study from RMIT shows that interest rates are not the biggest factor on property price movements over the long term. What is it? It's the difference between demand and supply. As long as there are more people looking to buy properties than properties available in a particular area, property prices are then more likely to rise. And we're seeing that in multiple areas around Australia. Even Sydney, our most expensive market, is almost at record highs, which means it's almost erased the slight drop we saw in 2022. And this is our most expensive market. And do we have an undersupply of properties in Australia? Absolutely. In fact, have a look at this next chart. Now, I've shown this chart in previous episodes, but I think it's worth revisiting. You can see here that at the end of the financial year in 2023, so as of June 30, 2023, 
in New South Wales, we did not build enough properties to the tune of 37% or 28,000 properties. In Queensland, it was 45%. In Western Australia, it was 53%. So we're not building enough properties. And according to the Grattan's Institute 2018 paper on how migration affects housing affordability, what it says is that we need approximately 500 properties for every thousand people coming into this country. Sort of makes sense, right? I'm assuming you get roughly two adults per household, every thousand adults coming into this country, we need 500 properties. Now, over the next five years, Australia plans on bringing in 1.5 million people from overseas. So simple maths shows that we will need approximately 750,000 new properties by 2028. That's three quarters of a million properties. And the federal government's Housing Affordability Future Fund scheme only plans on building 30,000 properties in the next five years. We need 750,000. The gap between demand and supply is just getting bigger and bigger. So while demand then remains higher than supply, you're not gonna see property prices crash. But this latest rate rise will affect one particular group quite badly. And who's that group? That's gonna be builders. You're gonna see fewer and fewer people want to engage in any sort of construction project. And we've seen that already. Have a look at this next chart. The latest data on dwelling approvals, housing starts, loans for the construction or purchase of new homes and new home sales all point to a major slowdown in the building of new homes in Australia over the next several years. And this next chart from Macro Business and Australian Bureau of Statistics shows this quite clearly. You can see the green line being the population change. It's rocketing upwards, but then you've got approvals, the blue line, property completions, the orange line, and actual commencements, which is new property starting, the red line, all going down. For example, only 164,000 dwellings were approved in the year to September, around 75,000 less than the government's housing target. So the impact is going to be felt in new properties and construction. Why? Because more and more people will choose not to go down that path and focus on existing established properties. And when we already have a massive supply shortage, that's going to place more upwards pressure on those sorts of properties. So does that mean that the property prices are set to rise everywhere? No. There will be some suburbs that will rise quite substantially and others will struggle in the face of this latest rate rise. What the key criteria we're looking at for is owner occupancy rate, particularly the ratio or percentage of owner occupiers in that suburb that have no mortgage in those areas where you have an owner occupancy rate that's rising, where you have the percentage of property owners with zero mortgage being 30% or higher, you will see property prices continue to rise. The latest interest rate increase will have zero impact on it. However, in areas that are mainly investor dominated, where you have maybe lots of units, for example, those suburbs will struggle, but they're not gonna crash. There will be a slight downturn potentially, but overall though, the uptick in the suburbs that have stronger owner occupancy rate will be far more impactful than the suburbs that have a slight downturn, which means on average, you're gonna see property prices continue to grow on average across Australia, but that doesn't mean you can buy anywhere. Suburb selection is gonna become really crucial, and if you want help with that, check out the link in the description below to get totally for free the digital version and audio version of my book. Otherwise, my message is this, 
don't be put off by the scary headlines. You saw them 18 months ago when interest rates started to, to rise and what's happened? Property prices have increased. We're at record highs in multiple markets across the country. Those property prices will continue to rise because we have such a supply shortage. So do your due diligence. And if you can afford to, there are still some great opportunities to buy an investment property. Hi, it's Nero here again, and thanks so much for listening. If you like what you heard, and you're looking for a full blueprint on how to invest in property to gain a passive income, then go to Nero Book, that's N-I-R-O Book, B-O-O-K, go to nerobook.com.au to get a free copy of my book, Wake Up Wealthier, How to Build a Property Portfolio that pays your income each and every month. Now, I used to sell this book for $47, but for a limited time, I'm giving you both the digital version and the audio version totally for free. Now, the reason I'm doing that is because I want to give more people a chance to get this information. Plus, I also know that a certain number of you, when you go through the book, will like what you see and you'll reach out um, to find out more about our future services. But even if you don't, that's okay because the book itself is a full blueprint about how to build a property portfolio that pays your passive income, even if you've never invested before. So if that's what you want, then go to nerobook.com.au to get your free version of the book while you still can.